Hey, Tidbitters, welcome back. I had a really interesting event kind of come up. I was talking with the hospice counselor. As you'll recall, I mentioned that my wife died a few weeks ago and that I'm now living in a house by myself. Not the same house my wife and I lived in, but a different house. At any rate, when I was talking with the hospice counselor, she mentioned that I was in a new house and asked how I was getting along. I told her that it was so far so good. I was seemed to be doing okay. And she was very curious because she could not grasp the concept that a blind person could move into a new house, adjust to it, know where things are, and be able to get around. She was asking me, well, you know, how do I find the bathroom? How do I find the kitchen? How do I find the refrigerator? And as I thought about it, all of those are very legitimate questions. And the problem, of course, or the issue, if you will, was that she was thinking about it from her perspective. If she came into a new house and suddenly went blind, she would probably not be able to find herself the things that she wanted to find. She would not be able to find her way around. And it would take her a very long time, a task that she would at first think was impossible. Well, here is the issue. She has never been blind and thus has no, what we might think of as, blind skills. When we walk up to an intersection, let me put it this way, when you walk up to an intersection, assuming that you see fine and hear fine, you follow the kindergarten rule. You stop, look, and listen. Well, what if you could only stop and listen? What would you listen for? How would you tell if the street were safe, if it were safe to cross? Well, first of all, you would listen to hear if there were any cars coming either way, left or right. But it's also very important to listen to see if any cars are coming in front of you or behind you. Remember that you walked up to the intersection, you walked up to a corner, and traffic is going left and right, and it's also going forward and towards your back on the cross street. So you learn to listen to that traffic. If the traffic light is there, if there is a traffic light at the intersection, it stops the traffic going one way, and then it stops it going the other way. So the first thing you do is not trust your initial judgment. You wait until the traffic light cycles once so that you know that the traffic going back and forth in front of you has stopped for the first time. You know, it's not halfway through the light cycle so that you get halfway across the street and the light turns green. You don't want that to happen. But a red light, a new red light, is plenty long enough to walk across the street. So if the traffic that's going back and forth in front of you is stopped, and the traffic going 
in front of you, away from you, and behind you, the cross street is moving, then you know that that light is green, the light where the traffic is stopped is red, and it's safe to cross the street. Now, of course, you have to be able to listen. You have to be able to actually hear the traffic. And you won't be able to do it the first or second or third time, probably. You need to practice several times with a guide, and then pretty soon you get to be able to where you can do it by yourself. The real problem, of course, is this whole notion of turn right on red. So if you happen to be at the intersection corner where the cross traffic is to your left, the car in the lane beside you can turn to the right even though it has a red light. So you need to be very careful about that. Uh, You need to kind of watch and wait and make some judgments based on what you're hearing whether there's going to be a car that's going to suddenly come around that corner to the right. If you give it a chance, if you wait a little bit and it's not coming and you start across and one comes up and wants to turn to the right, then the driver has an opportunity to actually see you in the intersection and wait until you get on past. At least we hope the driver waits. That's just one example of how you develop blind skills. Now getting back to the house, for example, One of the things that I'm able to do is to develop a mental map, and I can develop a mental map of a building or a neighborhood or even a community pretty easily. It uh, seems to just kind of fall in place for me, so I have a kind of a mind's eye view of what that looks like. Is Is it an exact representation? Probably not. But it is normally sufficient for the purpose. So I know that this street uh, goes certain places and the cross street goes certain places. And if you go down here and turn to the right and go down another two blocks and turn to the left, uh, you'll get to where you want. The place where you want is on the left. Those kinds of things. Well, the same thing applies inside a house. You pretty well know about houses unless it's a really unusual house or an unusually large house, uh, that the bedrooms tend to be together. There's a bathroom back there someplace, usually in the hall, uh, that the living room uh, probably does not have a sink and refrigerator in it, uh, that if you find a dining room, that the kitchen is usually pretty close, things like that are pretty typical. And if you kind of walk around, feel around, take your time, maybe you have someone with you that can point out where things are, but be sure when they point them out, they don't just point because that doesn't help. That They take you over and show you where the door was or where the washer and dryer is or the refrigerator or whatever it happens to be. You get some instruction and pretty quickly you begin to know the lay of the land, so to speak. You develop a mental map. Now, if you think that's difficult, my Roomba, my little robot vacuum cleaner, it took it about three days to develop a map of the house where I could tell it to go clean the kitchen or go clean the laundry room or whatever. And uh, if a robot can do it, certainly 
you know, I'm as smart as a robot. At least I hope I am most of the time. So the problem that my uh, counselor was having was that she was using her perspective and forgot about the fact that you develop blind skills from being blind. Now, getting around a house is a pretty ho-hum type of thing. It's not very complex. But blind people learn to do most anything they want to do unless it's absolutely required that you be able to see. For example, I probably would not be a particularly skilled uh, airline pilot. You probably need to be able to see where you're going, see what you're doing, uh, see other planes coming in to land as you're landing, uh, various kinds of things. You need to be able to read all the gauges and meters and so on and so forth. So being an airline pilot is probably not in the picture, at least not now. Same thing is true for driving a car. And maybe one day cars will drive themselves and then even blind people can hop in a car and go someplace. That will be pretty cool, as a matter of fact. So you first of all eliminate all of the things that are absolutely tied to being able to see. And what you find in this world is that there aren't nearly as many as sighted people think there are. Uh, they think that they can only do that because they can see, but there might be other ways to get around that. So there are blind people that have done very amazing things. There are blind athletes that have learned to run uh, races. Uh, uh, they've learned to uh, ride bicycles uh, on particular paths with uh, equipment that lets them know when they're going on and off of the path. And they do make gadgets that tell you those kinds of things. There are blind people who successfully run businesses. There are blind people who are scientists and philosophers and, and uh, uh, what's the old thing about uh, bakers and Indian chiefs or something of that nature. Uh, I think that that's probably an inappropriate comment, but at any rate, uh, there are... are many, many things that you can do when you're blind. You know, I learned to be a very good student. I knew how to go to college, if you will, and kept going to college and going to college. I was so good at it, I just kept on going. And uh, after that, you know, I was able to learn how to manage a relatively large child protection agency. I managed a couple of mental health centers. Uh, I was able to learn the skills I needed to do that. And one of the things we find is that there are ways of supplementing one's skills. You can supplement the skills with some sighted help. There is an app on my phone called Be My Eyes. I had some food I found in the freezer yesterday, and I had no idea what it was. It was just a big rectangle of stuff. Uh, I dialed the Be My Eyes number. The volunteer came on the phone. I asked her uh, what this was, and she said, I think it looks like pasta. It's kind of red, and she uh, described it. And I said, so probably if I heat it up, I'll be able to eat it. And she just laughed and said yes. Anyway, it was very, very helpful. I had no idea what it was, but now I know that it's a pasta dish of some sort that I can heat up uh, 
enough to unfreeze it and get it hot, and then I'll be able to eat it, which will be very nice. I like pasta. Uh, there is another app on my phone that can read stuff. I can point it to an envelope and it can read the writing, the typing on the envelope, the, the uh, print material on the envelope. If I take a letter out of the envelope, if I focus the camera uh, correctly, uh, it can then read that text. Uh, so that would help me, you know, check the mail, but would help me do a lot of other kinds of things. Uh, I think the list just goes on and on and on. There is a general kind of feeling about handicaps in general. And the thing that I want to suggest to you is when you see someone who's handicapped, never stop to think about, I couldn't do that, therefore they can't do it. Think this. Think, if I suddenly developed that handicap, I were blind or couldn't hear or uh, needed to uh, navigate the world in a wheelchair or any number of other kinds of handicaps that people might have, stop and think, if I were, uh, suddenly had that handicap right now, I would be pretty helpless. But if I focused on it and talked to people and got some training and some uh, shared experience from other handicapped people, I would gradually learn the skills needed in order to function pretty successfully except for the specific handicap. So if I can't get up and walk, then I'm not going to be very successful if my job is walking around. But we might ask ourselves, is walking around necessary? Could I just kind of wheel around in my wheelchair and do the same job? If so, then that's fine. If not, then that's something I would not be able to do. The same thing is, term, is true in terms of hearing. If I'm not able to hear, are there things I simply can't do because hearing is required? You have to be able to hear in order to do that. And, uh, you know, for example, uh, if I were not able to hear, I don't know this for sure, but I don't think I would be able to tune a piano, for example. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I can hear just fine and can't uh, tune a piano either, but that's beside the point, right? If I couldn't hear, I probably would not be able to do that. So what I would like for you to do when you think about people being handicapped is not what they can't do, but what they can do if they take the time and make the effort to develop the necessary skills, the necessary mental maps, the necessary understanding, the necessary sensitivities. They don't have, you know, blind people don't have better hearing than non-blind people, than people that can see. You know, whether you can see or don't see doesn't have anything to do with your hearing. But blind people learn to be more dependent, more sensitive to what they hear. So they don't hear better, they just uh, hear more, more intentionally, if you will. It's the same as seeing. Uh, you know, you don't see better than other people, but maybe 
in your work, you have to learn to focus on certain things. You begin to see things that other people don't notice or aren't aware of. So I think that that's about all I have to say on the subject. But being handicapped is a nuisance. It's an absolute nuisance. You know, you have to get help sometimes with things that you'd just as soon be able to do by yourself. It takes you a little bit longer sometimes to do things than it would otherwise. Some things are a little awkward. Uh, but when all said and done, probably 90% of what I want to do, I'm quite able to do independently without any help. And the other 10%, there are ways to work around it, like the apps on my phone or... Uh, you know, I have uh, opportunities to get sighted assistance in various kinds of ways. Where the need is to see, then uh, I do have access to people that can see, to apps on my phone that can, quote, see, uh, you know, through the camera and so on and so forth. Uh, there are things that talk to me. My computer, excuse me, my computer can read what's on the computer computer screen. It can read all of the text. I've got the hiccups, which is really kind of embarrassing, but what am I going to do? What can I say? Uh, when you have the hiccups, you have the hiccups. And usually you'll find if you talk about having the hiccups, they go away. Uh, I think mine did, as a matter of fact. So uh, at any rate, uh, I think that I'll just let it go at that. Uh, just when you see someone who's handicapped or you think about being handicapped, don't get stuck in your own perspective. Try to take their perspective and understand that they have blind skills, they have uh, uh, wheelchair skills, they have uh, being uh, unable to hear skills that you don't have, that you could develop if you needed to. Hopefully you don't have to, but if you need to, you will be able to develop them too. Uh, and that they've spent a lot of time, energy, and effort. So you, as opposed to thinking, well, I don't know how that's possible, think obviously it's possible, and isn't that impressive? As my son-in-law likes to say, it's actually pretty awesome. So please do well, be well, and above all, stay safe.
Music by Kevin McLeod.